Hi, and welcome to episode number 16 of the Crypto Chick Podcast, your inside resource for the latest blockchain and crypto trends. I'm your host, the Crypto Chick, Rachel Wolfson. Today, I'm interviewing Giddy Barzakai and Or Loke Cohen, the founder and vice president of BitTax. In this episode, Giddy and Or explain why crypto holders should care about taxes and how taxes provide a unique bridge between regulators and the cryptocurrency world. Without further ado, let's get right to the interview with Giddy and Orr. Enjoy. So today I'm here with Giddy Barzakai. He is the founder of BitTax and Orr Lokai Cohen. She is she does the business development for BitTax, is that correct? You're the vice president. Okay, so you're kind of like wearing multiple hats, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you so much for having me here today at, in the BitTax office. Thank you for coming over. Yeah, wonderful. So let's just jump right into the interview. Um, first of all, our listeners would love to know what BitTax does and, and what it is. So BitTax is a platform from crypto tax calculation. We are doing calculation on blockchain based uh, with a unique pending patent method that we know only to recognize what you actually sold and then save you a lot of taxes. Yes, actually with BitTax, you know, when we discuss this soon much more uh, in depth, but when, when, you, when you approach regulators, and, and I think BTX is about gapping between regulators and the crypto world, which are like completely different cultures. So there's a huge cultures, each one, each, each culture has its own uh, derives and, and understanding of things, and there's a huge des- desert between them, and they're going to meet. So BTX is, a, for us, BTX is a huge step ahead because if you ask regulators that this is exactly about the identification of assets that are sold on blockchain. So as I mentioned, now if you go to regulators today which are not familiar with a, a cryptocurrency enough, they will, they will uh, review a, a Bitcoin as if it's flying in the air that nobody can know anything. And actually when you come to understand blockchain, you realize this is something very solid. The most accurate ledger ever existed on earth is the blockchain. And in terms of taxation, it is like paradise for tax people. As long as they can do the job properly, of course. And this is what they're looking for. So they don't need to do, for instance, FIFO or LIFO to decide which asset was sold before and after because this is actually changing history. We can tell exactly what happened. So for a taxpayer, it is extremely important to know what did he do. So let's say that we had some had expectations that the Bitcoin would be coin rather currency rather than an asset. So maybe the future holds the Bitcoin a better future as, a, as currency. But for now, this is not the case because it, the usage is very low. So if it is an asset, let's meet regulators. We can tell, we can say exactly what asset was sold and to, to, to establish a cost basis that will be fully acceptable with mathematical proof. That's it. So now you can pay your taxes, you know exactly what you did and how. And averagely speaking, for Bitcoin, for climbing like from 2009, 10 till 2017, 18, 19, tens of thousands of percentage. So averagely speaking, most cases that will be calculating tax in BTEX will be saving a lot of tax and also making the regulators happy. A dream come true. Right. I mean, it's interesting because I think that a lot of people holding Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies kind of forget about taxes. And so obviously you're bridging that gap. And so it's very, very important. So, you know, what should people who hold 
Bitcoin and crypto know when it comes to taxes? I mean, in, in both of your opinions, what do you think is really important there? Well, to my experience, it would be something like, yes, we've heard that the tax authorities are looking into it and we will probably need to file pretty soon. And I hear this since 2017. So pretty soon is already here. So tax authorities do not forget cryptocurrency. And actually, we all hope that Bitcoin and cryptocurrency will rise. So if this is the case, tax authorities will be extremely interested also in taxation and ramifications of what you do. So basically, people that hold these cryptocurrencies and assets would uh, need to file reports, would need to know how to do that, how to identify assets. And for now, I think this is also a phenomenon that we are trying to fix in terms of what Bitex does is like, Regulators and uh, generally speaking, people that advise on the uh, ecosystem of filing and accounting try to, to fit Bitcoin and cryptocurrency into the old suit of old world. So if you try to, to, to measure a suit for Bitcoin that is like securities, I'm not talking about SEC aspects, I'm talking about identifying assets in, in terms of taxation. So if they try to do this, it would not it would not be comfortable because Bitcoin actually cannot be measured and treated as security. It can be measured by native tools on blockchain, which is much better. You don't have a tool to identify uh, securities if they're not registered by brokers or anything like that. With Bitcoin, you don't need that. You have the blockchain. So you can use native technology derived from blockchain in order to identify these assets. And actually, this is so solid and so strong and so stable so for me, as an ex-regulator, I can say regulators should feel very comfortable because they get the fair share of taxation under the current rules and they get the full picture. So all remains is just to make sure that we keep things private in terms of regulators need to know what they need to know. And that's it. The next step would be to take care of privacy. But first of all, we need to put it in the mainstream. We need to put it more volatile. And Bitex, I think, will support this. I think a lot of the crypto community is in a situation where they're saying, tax me if you can. I don't want to pay taxes. I never should have paid taxes for it. Uh, this is a narco or, or maybe a cyberpunk thing. We don't need the government and we don't need to pay taxes. This is a, like a layer of the community, but most of the people are not anti-governments or anti-banks, they just believe in Bitcoin and what it can offer. Uh, those people are only are now understanding that the IRS uh, is a part of this deal and you have to pay taxes in order to sometimes use this uh, crypto you are, you are buying. If you want, if you just want to hold it for the rest of your life, it's something else. But if you are intent, of, intent to use it or to cash it out or to, to switch between coins, you have to pay taxes. And we are seeing in America, not a lot of people are filing for crypto uh, uh, to the IRS are reporting to, to crypto. So this is, this is an issue that's going to be much more significant in 2020 and 2021 um, when the IRS is going to to clarify the, the specific uh, methods for calculation and then um, we probably will see some kind of enforcement. So if you do want to use your cryptocurrency, you have to file. And, and there's also, if I may say, there is a very good side of everything. I mean, two sides to the coin or to the asset, maybe, if we're talking about Bitcoin. So the thing is like, 
once you realize this is the way to go, first, you make it happen. As I said before, it will be more common, then the usage will grow, and then the volatility will, will, will go under. But just to give you an example, once you realize this, you can actually use the, the, the law in order to, to, to make your actions much more smart. You can, you can plan your taxes under these assumptions, and it's not an assumption because it's on the blockchain. It's right there. So it's there, it's true, it's not going to go anywhere. So you can actually take decisions of what Bitcoin would you like to use for what transaction. And I'm not talking about micropayments that you can open channels with lightning. So there's so many opportunities in there. We just need to understand that we need to go through this lane and not around it because there is no way around. It's just turning to the side and remaining there. If we want cryptocurrency and blockchain to be a mainstream issue, to be a part of our lives, the way to go is, and, and, and Bitex, if you ask me what Bitex is all about, Bitex is we do not need to wait for regulators to change the rules because it will take time. And it's not because they're bad, it's because they're responsible. They, they need to know that whatever they do would not leave us open to, to be vulnerable from stuff, bad stuff. So we shouldn't wait. And Bitex doesn't need to wait. You can use the technology to meet regulation as it is today, which is good news. Right. I mean, and obviously, you know, it's great that there is a platform like this, like Bittax, because in terms of waiting, we're already there. We're already seeing people with Bitcoin, you know, cashing that out, wanting fiat for their Bitcoin. But I mean, I think, you know, also in terms of like data and all of that, I mean, what are your thoughts on that and keeping everything private? So there is a big question about that. So, so basically now, as everybody basically knows, the blockchain is not a private place. The only thing that is missing for you to know everything about someone is the identity of whomever owns this uh, Bitcoin that is on the blockchain. For me, a blockchain is like a big monument in the middle of the city. You see these public addresses and you have Bitcoins on them. You just don't know who owns them. Once you do know, which tax authorities actually do know today because they talk to the exchanges. And once an exchange is doing anti-money laundry as they should and they do, and is giving the information to the tax authority as we know they do, so the combination between anti-money laundry with the exchanges, which is all the big actions happen, and the transfer of a cryptocurrency by transactions to the blockchain, once you know one address, actually, you know the whole story. So you can track this. So privacy is a problem, and I think this is something that needs to be addressed. But the way to address it is not kill this. I think if we want to have uh, high expectations for cryptocurrency, this is not about coin join or whatever we do to hide the identity. I think it's making sense to hide the identity. It is extremely difficult to go to the text people and say, privacy doesn't mean that I did something wrong. And I do. I'm a strong believer on privacy. I think that text authorities need to understand that if someone wants to keep his privacy, it is legit. It is okay, we shouldn't fight this. But on the other hand, we should make sure the tax authorities get to see the ledger. And this is possible technology. It's possible in any terms you want. We have zero knowledge proof, we have wonderful concepts. But who would listen to zero knowledge proof if it doesn't have the knowledge first? So you need to know what's in there. And, and regulators need to feel comfortable with crypto. That would be the next step. And I, I'm afraid that on, on, on the time gap between what will happen after and what's happening now, we're going to pay some price in overtaxation, undertaxation. We're going to hurt privacy, but there is no way around this. We should go through this process and we can do this right. So for me, how long will this pain will 
remain, we'll, we can survive this, but I will be happy if we do this faster because this is, and this is a time we should go through as fast as we can. So if we fight this, it's not helping because it's not going to happen. So in terms of privacy and in terms of good future for cryptocurrency, this is what needs to be done and we can implement this. So, of course, it won't be easy. We are actually working right now on a solution for the privacy issue that will remain you to partially save your privacy within BTAX and will allow the regulator to get whatever they really do need for tax purposes. But I believe when the anti-money laundry um, regulation will be more enforceable that it will be still difficult for people to to say to save their um their privacy even even within B tax because the there is no doubt about it that the government will want the public the private addresses I mean the public addresses the public keys but the private addresses of the users in terms of any money laundry they they have said that on many documents that just recently uh, published. It's going to be a world when everybody knows which addresses belongs to whom. This well, is this is exactly the case because when, 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 you, when you sit with someone, when you read a paper that was sent from tax authorities, you know if the other side knows what he's talking about. You can tell immediately the way they address this. So people are getting to be more educated in terms of cryptocurrency. And I, for, bear in mind that, you know, if you look at the blockchain from a very high point, then governments, when the time comes, will be able to say, okay, these parts of the blockchains are reported because I can tell it's flagged. So these parts, and there are some parts that are not. Maybe the dark side of this blockchain. So you shouldn't care why did this individual did not came forward. You just know he didn't. So this is not a very good phenomena, but yet if you talk about a place in which this is like a stage of transfer. So for me, it's very clear it's going to go through that stage because if you look at the blockchain, you say, okay, this is like, let's let's make it very colorful, black and white, yes? So it's not so colorful, but it's very, it's very clear. So if you look at the white parts of blockchain, you know exactly whom to deal with. So if you are about to use Bitcoin, use it with someone that is colored white and feel safe, this is what you did, you're okay. The other part, you don't need to ask the question. Maybe this is someone that didn't take the time to come forward. Maybe this is someone bad. So I know that some people that hear this say, well, this is terrible. This is like a nightmare for crypto. So actually it isn't because the next step would be that we can cover this all up with a big, strong, let's say, cover of zero knowledge proof or an instrument like this. And regulators should love this because they get a full picture and they don't need to know what they don't. They, they take the first share of information so they're not in the business of production production money anymore, which is so important. I mean, if regulators in the new settlement would not be a part of the production of, of money, this is great. I mean, this is a dream come true. And many of the diseases of economic will go away. But for that, I, I even don't consider this as paying a price. This is a part of the, the same tool. So this part of this tool would mean that the good regulators take a fair share of the information, they need nothing more. And on the other hand, they get to monitor everything to make sure we are safe. So they don't need to say, okay, terrible crimes are done with Bitcoin. 
Excuse me, terrible crimes are done with fiat money as well. And nobody took from anybody a car because it was used as a getaway car from a heist. So let's be realistic. Bitcoin is Bitcoin and he's doing a very good job in terms of helping regulators to fight the bad people. We just need to put it on the table to find a good use for that. And once we do that, we can also enable scalability in terms of Bitcoin and also of regulators. Because for me, the, the most difficult challenge to, to deal with taxation is to have the database. And with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain, there's no problems there. So I'm just curious, um, so the platform hasn't officially launched yet, right? BitTaxer hasn't launched. We're doing, we're at the last stages of beta in Israel. And this is very interesting because it's like, it, actually it's exciting because when we sit with the tax people, we're not using it. We cannot implement zero knowledge proof to prove our case and not mathematical proof. But what we do is we use some old ways of let statistic measurements. So you sit with thousands of lines and the text people get to choose whichever they want line to, to question and it always figured out to be true. So after 10%, 5%, 1%, depends on the circumstances, they say, okay, we see you are accurate, you're right. It's a done deal. But in terms of long-term, uh, there's so a long way to go yet. So as to questions, we're finalizing beta in Israel, expecting soon to, to launch beta in the United States, which is a great challenge, very important. And this is what we do for now. Yeah, we are we are just starting the, our US beta, and we actually do need uh, people that wants to share their addresses and see how much tax they can save versus FIFA methods to uh, come along and uh, join our beta and to feel free to use it and to experience it and to see the difference. And this is built up in a manner that people do not need to dive in before they feel comfortable. They can just have the little toe in the water for one second to see how it's working without jeopardizing anything because everybody knows that once you get into a calculation system, it doesn't matter if it's BTEX. We hold the highest standard as possible in terms of technology to protect the data, but this is not as protected as they're used to with private seeds and public keys and everything. So this is still old world tools and filing to the tax authorities. We do our best to, to keep it as private as we can, but everybody understands we cannot control this all the way. So this is something that people need to understand. And they do, because no matter what they do, at the end of the day, they need to file. And it's a question of time. So whomever is filing with, 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 with some missing information should review what they do, because the information is right in there for everybody to use, including the tax authorities. So we should bring this under consideration. And this was extremely interesting also in Israel when we were launching the beta, that we see that this is like a big gap between people that knows very well the old world, but did not find a way to implement the new tool. And vice versa, what BTEX does is that we do implement the old, the, the old world, but we use new tools that are 100% suitable for crypto, which is it's a great experience. Right. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners would love to be a part of the beta because they probably hold crypto and Bitcoin and they're just as confused as a lot of people are about, you know, taxes. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think that a lot of people that are having this problem with Bitcoin and taxes, they aren't really 
dealing with it. Yeah. And the best I mean, human human way to then to deal with problems, not to. Right. So they're not dealing with what are the consequences? I mean, what happens? I think the time for intimidation didn't come yet. I think I think even tax authorities realize this is a new thing. So I believe they should, and actually, to my understanding, they do, they do take the time to, to learn, and they give it. So, so the gap between the average filing in the United States on other matters, which is like completely mandatory, and crypto is huge. And I believe that the gap will become smaller and smaller and smaller. And I do understand that tax authorities will take the time to, to deal with it properly. But by all means, I think time is running out. So for me, tax season of 2020, which probably would be deferred filing for earlier years or filing for 2019, would be a turning point in the way authorities review crypto and vice versa. So it is like a very challenging time. And I think we're prepared for that. I think what people should understand now, it's not the criminal aspect of aspects of not filing, but it is that we are in July right now. Uh, you don't have to file until January and you still have the time to control your tax result. Btax can actually tell you which Bitcoin or which cryptocurrency you can solve. You can sell if you want to do some transaction to have um, maximum best tax result, even if you have maybe you deserve a tax like a tax return for this transaction. Maybe you you just don't need to don't need to pay any taxes for selling this specific Bitcoin. We can tell you out of all Bitcoins you have in your wallet, which one you can sell right now and not pay taxes or pay minimum taxes for the next year. So you don't have to come to January and say. Oh my God! I have um, um, you know on a lot of taxes to to the IRS. You can just start now saying I have in my wallet these five uh, different uh, UTXOs of Bitcoin. Which one should I sell or should I put in the in the exchange uh, so I will have maximum best tax results to report to the IRS on January? And we can do this right now to help you uh, plan your taxes ahead. So this is assets. Okay, let's look at Bitex Wallet. In Bitex Wallet, you have all the assets. Let's say you have 90 Bitcoins. So you look at them and you look at the rate of Bitcoin right now. They're all assets. But tax-wise, some of them are tax assets. So, I mean, you can use some Bitcoins with no taxation at all because they cost more than the average when the price is today. So once you use them, actually, you're creating a loss. This loss might be reflecting in tax credits. So this is like you can have like a, a, a situation in which when you buy something and you get refund by using your losses and Bitex can do this for you. And this is completely legal. This is accurate. This is mathematically proved and you should be happy about this because you're under regulation. Tax authorities will also be happy because you put yourself in a place that you are admitting yourself to filing. And at the same time, you get to, to pay your taxes due Honestly and accurately, you don't pay taxes for something you didn't do. Extremely important. And, and, and the next thing is like you can sit with BTEX and do some tax planning. So you can, as all mentioned, you can use your UTXOs. And actually, we're going to show for, for our clients the UTXO, you know, in a manner that they, can, they know exactly what would be the tax ramifications. So this is actually an asset, a tax asset that can benefit you. Right. Let's talk a little bit about blockchain now, because mm -hmm. we've been talking a lot about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. 
So, Giddy, I remember we were speaking and you mentioned something about how blockchain technology could also be beneficial for, um, you know, CPAs and people helping with taxes because they can, you know, it's a distributed ledger, it's transparent, you can see everything. So can you kind of explain yeah, I love to. the use case for blockchain in that regard? I love regard? to. So the okay. basic use case is like, you know, it's not only for cases of, of uh, um, clearing uh, tax haven with tax authorities for, la for former years. It's about everything because there is the law and there is the, 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 the rules that you need to implement on a specific database when you file and when you talk to regulators. But the database issue is, is, is a big issue. I mean, when you talk about financial assets and you talk about the past and you talk about trustees and you talked about corporations and you talk about transactions that took place many years ago, there's a big question about the database. And actually, from my experience, and I'm not, I'm not saying whether it's good like this or it's bad, I'm just saying this is what it is. When, you're, when your data is not stable, at the end of the day, the taxpayer or the individual, because it's not always about taxation, it could be about other matters. So the weaker party will pay the price for the lack of data. So if we if we have a ledger that is keeping the data for everybody and it's clear and nobody can protest, nobody can forge it. Actually, I always say if somebody can, can trump BitTEX calculation, this guy can steal a Bitcoin from the blockchain. So nobody can do that. This is why it's so solid. So like BitTEX is also solid. So I, what I mean is like once the data basis is agreed, it's an easy part of understanding the rules and implementing them. I think most of cases, at least to my experience, especially in Israel, I think in the United States, it's less of a problem. When the database is not solid, the individual, the citizen will pay the price for the lack of information. And for me, this, this actually, I must say it's, it's a great question, Rachel, because this is the first thing to strike me because I'm a bit traumatic from the lack of uh, information and, 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 and translating the translation of this lack of information to tax payments, and I don't like it. Nobody feels comfortable with this. But you look at the tax authority and says, okay, this is the best we can do. You do not possess this data, so you cannot complain. At the end of the day, I complain because I think justice needs to be served. If, if we're talking about compliance and people coming forward to file taxation for cryptocurrency, they need to be confident that they're paying the right price. And this is a price for them. It's taxes, but it's price. So... The great news about blockchain, I think, in terms of relationship of the new order between, you know, we, we're going to allocate uh, our jobs or whatever the roles in society will be changed by blockchain. So part of this is between tax people and tax collect collectors. So if you take the database responsibilities out of the regulator's hand and put them in a neutral place that nobody can argue with, this is the best thing that blockchain is doing for us in terms of cryptocurrency. If you consider this, we can go to social media, to fake news. Everything is right in there. It's solid. Everybody agrees. You cannot forge this. This is blockchain. This is the great news. We just have Bitcoin assist us to put it everywhere. Well, you have to understand that every money transaction, basically, that are not coming from your own salary, comes with a story. Maybe you got it on gift. Maybe somebody gave it to you. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you inherit it. Maybe there is a lot of stories on money transactions that are not drive especially directly from your uh, salary. So 
in terms of tax and also in terms of uh, of the banks of any money laundry for the banks to receive your money from the banks to receive this transaction that is not driving from your salary you have to to uh, get a proof to have an evidence that your story is true most of the cases no not most but a lot of the cases whether it's a gift that you were getting maybe maybe it's an inheritance that comes along in your family um you do not have the proof and the bank is going to have trouble it's going to make a lot of trouble for you until it's going to get the money if so you know some banks will say i don't want this money i don't deal with it i don't have proof uh, also the tax authority is the same it's the same way tax authority will have uh, uh you know they will have a problem to believe you when you don't have the evidence to support it blockchain it's all about evidence it gives you the evidence to support whatever you're going to say whether it's the animal laundry or the tax issues you have the the evidence right there on the blockchain and and the point is like we were discussing a lot uh, regulations so the regulation that would be set up after would need to be different it's not the, the same set of tools and rules that need to be implemented So as I've, as I've said before, if we wait for regulators to be able to produce this, it will take a long time. So we should make the way for using blockchain in terms of anti-money uh, laundry uh, 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 regulations that there are. And it's very good because you know, let, let's, 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 you know, once we're, we're doing so much techn technicalities and regulators, we forget what it's all about. The only question is who owns the property and where it's coming from, where it's going to. So this is blockchain, that's it. Look at the blockchain. I mean, if somebody put something on the blockchain and it's there for a while, you know, and, and, and bear in mind that regulators look at the big picture. It's like the big take. They've all the information. So take a simple case from 2012 till 2018. Review. When you put information in BTEX, the, the name of the game is somebody that is coming forward and said, I'm cooperating with you. I will answer all your questions. BTEX asks the questions. It takes a lot of up planning. So somebody needed actually to sit in 2012 and have the nightmare of meeting regulators in 2018 and to prepare himself for a situation in which he will tell only a part of the story in a world of cryptocurrency where everything is transparent and talking to each other and giving you change when you do transactions. This is impossible. Unless you are a top-level computer and very, very premeditated person in 2012 that have all the knowledge. My point is, if somebody is coming forward today with old rules, old tools, I'm sorry, and says, I'm telling you the truth, maybe the answer would be in some kind of a shelter in a Swiss bank from, 2008, from 1992. But the point is that when you look at the blockchain, you don't need to go this way. If you're honest... You will survive this. If you're not honest, be honest. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting because there's two sides to the solution that you're implementing. One is, you know, you're helping people holding cryptocurrency with their taxes. But two, you're also demonstrating to the tax world that there are new tools that can be used to help with fiat taxes also by putting it on the blockchain. Yes, exactly. So what we say is two things. Fiat is not that bad. We can also take care of fiat aspects when we look at the blockchain. So fiat can, you know, fiat rules can continue to do what they do because this is actually what regulators said. 
So we're satisfied with that because there is an entry point from fiat to an exchange or to the blockchain, and there is an exit point. But these entry and exit points are so vulnerable if you don't use the blockchain. And this is what they need to understand. So if you talk about crypto and you say crypto is not safe, crypto can be used for terrible things. So everything can be used for terrible things. But if you're doing this properly, your chances of getting what is wrong and what is right. Because we have this experience from the beta in Israel where people come over and actually most of the people, they just forgot. I mean, so many years ago, 2010, who remembers his wallet from 2010? Nobody. And when you use BTX, you get to have the information and you do it in a friendly way because it helps you to recover information. Once you have the whole picture, listen, I have a lot of experience as a tech, as a tech person. Most people that came to take our treatment, I'm not talking about crypto at all. Also crypto, but not only crypto. The story that they had in mind that they were extremely worried of, actually the truth was usually it's better because, because people, you know, you can tell if someone is bad or right. And people are good if they want to file. And once they start to do this and they, they, they go through this, they see that they have all the information. So it's good for them because they're very confident. Tax authorities could not come back and say, hey, I'm sorry, you paid a lot of taxes. Thank you very much. But some information is missing. This is not a good place to be. If you go and you have the whole picture before you file, first of all, most likely you will pay less taxes. And I'm sure regulators would be also happy with that because they don't want to charge you something you don't need to pay them. And on the other hand, you will have a full picture so you are actually protected. They cannot come to you because, you know, tax filing, you file your taxes and then you see that everything is okay and under statute of mandatory uh, statute of limitation, they can come back to you. Right. I mean, it's interesting. All of this is very interesting. But, you know, thinking about one of the hottest topics in the industry right now is Facebook's Libra cryptocurrency. So, you know, just thoughts on that. Like, what do you think in terms of like taxation? I mean, what's going to happen there? I think my, my best, my, my first reaction, I should put it up front is thank you, Facebook. So I think this would be tremendously good help for cryptocurrency for in for the whole blockchain industry. Having said that, I must say that it is a good thing that Facebook is using its, uh, let's say, vast uh, majority uh, implementation of worldwide industries in terms of financial, social, whatever, for the sake of blockchain. But there's nothing to do with blockchain the way it's set up now. So it is still very concentrated. It's not decentralized at all. But if you look at this, you see that the people that are dealing with it are the right people. They know what they're talking about. They're very professional and they leave an opening for a real thing to happen. So actually, if you review the, the information, there is a place in this program that if everything is going well, it will actually can be decentralized. Now, if you ask me, it will be a dream for Facebook as well, because Facebook was actually accused of, a, of mandling with information and being an untransparent company. Okay, this is blockchain, good idea. Find the way to do this properly and you will gain everything. Maybe not money, but everything. But maybe the after money, so something else would happen. This is something that we should consider. But the, my point is like, it's not important what they will do at the end of the day. They are, taking, they are concentrating the, 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 the regulator's attention like a spotlight on blockchain. So once this is happening, regulators will go into the crypto industry much deeper. And then they, they get to implement the rules I'm talking about and see how good they are. 
that they can serve them. So I don't see how Facebook go into this ecosystem without a change. And the change is now coming from the direction of the regulators. So I think Facebook, I think Facebook is very smart. And I think this move is like, as, as, as I like to say, it's like, it's a big saying of if you can't beat them, join them, which is fair. It's very nice because you consider something, you looked it up, now you see this is something more interesting than you thought, so you put your foot at it. And I think this is very important in the future. So first of all, this is going to be a part of our lives in a manner that will suit and will serve this purpose of blockchain and cryptocurrency. The second thing is like becoming a part of of what we, we do. It's becoming a part of our life. It's becoming something that we can use. And I'm pretty sure that if Facebook is moving into this ecosystem, this is after a heavy duty, a, a, a due diligence and learning of the whole system, including regulation, because otherwise they wouldn't do this. So they take the time, regulators would need to, to, to check it. Facebook will be a part of this. And I think actually this is very interesting. We need to bear in mind that nobody is going to have his, have his way all the way. So if you want to remain a site phenomenon, as I said, just don't talk to anybody. If you want regulators to be in charge of everything, then it will be centralized and it would not be blockchain. And bear in mind, blockchain and Bitcoin got this far because they don't need to have permission. So if regulators realize that the, the, the permission angle is not in their hands, so unless they don't want to turn off internet, Bitcoin and blockchain will be there. So as I said, it's a matter of time. If we, if we move this faster, the pain would be shorter. That's what I think. Well, I think Libra is going, Libra in terms of regulation going to have major two things that's going to benefit with users. First one is Giddy said, uh, they are going to set the bar for regulation, for uh, any money laundry, for banking to receive crypto cash out, for the tax authority to collect taxes. They're going to set the bar to set a clear standard of what do you need to do in order to be clean and good and that banks can receive your cryptocurrency. Okay. The second thing is in terms of taxation. People really need to work hard now in order to file a, a complete and accurate re report to the tax authority. You have to go through all the FED exchanges to get some or an API or a CSV. People that trade stocks does not need to do all this. The broker uh, have, have uh, some papers they can give you in the end of uh, each year. What have you done? Deduction, deduction the source if needed and you just submit it to the tax authority. In the crypto exchanges, you do not have this. You have to work very hard yourself in order to submit a full tax report. Libra is going to change that. Facebook is going to, or Libra, is going to give the user in the end of the year, like a broker, uh, a report to submit to the tax authority. It's going to be very simple for you to, to use your cryptocurrency, to, transmit, to transfer them into your bank account, to transfer them between each other, because everybody who will get into Libra will have exactly uh, the full report to the, to the IRS. You know, you don't have to work so hard. And actually, when you look at this, then it's like, it's depending on your perspective, but it is like a dream come true or a nightmare. But review this. Facebook is actually stepping into the banking business with a different kind of coin. Can I say that again? 
I mean, this is a part of everything, like a big uh, earthquake. So in terms of, look at what's going to happen between Facebook and the banks. I mean, this is a pleasure to sit and review this because we're looking at these two giants fighting of something that, to our understanding, they both got it wrong. This is not the point. But once this is happening and when this is over, everybody can understand what's going on. So Facebook is going on a very, very uh, interesting place of, <clears throat> this is not a coin. This is like... A central bank. Maybe I, I was about mm -hmm. to say a, a coupon to buy stuff, but it's the same. It depends if you want to talk low level or high level, but it's the same point. Exactly. So my point is like, this is going to be very interesting. Facebook is moving forward. It's doing the right stuff. It's doing the smart thing. And I think we're going to enjoy this, but it's not going to be easy. I think that implementing, if for instance, we, we, we consider to implementing BTX methods on a blockchain for us, I mean, the true blockchain would be decentralized, but technically speaking, it doesn't matter. You can use, you can use uh, uh, facilities of using native tools on blockchain, whether it's centralized or decentralized, it doesn't matter. This is the good point. Everybody will know how to do that. Right. Well, Giddy and Orr, it's been a real pleasure, as always, speaking with both of you. And share thank you for sharing your wisdom. So if the listeners want to know how to get involved with the U.S. beta, um, how, how can they reach out to you? Well, first of all, thank you for, for the time. It was a pleasure for us. Um, they can reach btex.com. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll send the... We'll put you right there. And, and we're going to be launching the beta in USA soon, so they can just... They're more than welcome to be part of this magnificent experience. So we have our email, which is contact at bit-tax.com, which you can definitely join our beta. We'll be happy to. And also we have our uh, website. We have our Facebook. We have our LinkedIn. Whatever way you want to go, we're here. Right. And then in terms of like Twitter and all of that, do both are both of you on Twitter or is BitTax on Twitter? BitTax is on yeah. Twitter. You can uh, follow BitTax on Twitter. We are tweeting you not tweet a lot, us. but we are there. Yeah. Okay. Well, they can always send a direct message also and tweet you guys. So, yeah, of course. Wonderful. Thank you again. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today. You can find further information in the show notes to learn more about BitTax. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode of the CryptoChip Podcast, please be sure to subscribe to the show. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, if you have time, please leave me a review. I enjoy hearing your feedback. You can reach out to me on Twitter at RachelWolf00, on LinkedIn, or on Instagram at Blockchain and Bikinis. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time.